Lebanon On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, March 1st. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Border police undercover forces on a mission to arrest a suspected Islamic Jihad terrorist in the Janine refugee camp in the West Bank clashed with gunmen, killing two of them. There were no casualties to the Israeli unit. The border police said that after the suspect was detained, gunmen opened fire at the undercover unit and a crowd of some 150 Arabs attacked them with firebombs, stones and improvised grenades. The Israeli force returned with live fire. The Islamic Jihad said that the two killed, one aged 22 and the other 18, were members of their terrorist group. The majority of the country's coronavirus restrictions have been lifted as Israel exits from the Omicron wave. As of today, all tourists are allowed to enter the country. All people entering the country are still required to take a test for COVID. Masks are still mandatory for indoors. Infections in Israel have waned in recent weeks alongside the number of patients in serious condition. The most recent health ministry data shows that 8,372 people were confirmed infected yesterday, and the number of people in serious condition is currently 582. The death toll from the pandemic in Israel has reached 10,204 people. The war in Ukraine. Ukrainian officials say that the Russians are trying to lay a siege on the capital, Kiev, and Kharkiv, the second largest city in the country. American satellite images reportedly show a huge convoy of Russian military forces stretching over 40 kilometers heading to Kiev from the north. This says Russian-backed separatists have launched a vicious battle to encircle the port of Mariupol. The mayor of that town said that they are being pounded with artillery and grad rockets as well as airstrikes, which has killed, killed civilians, including women and children, and damaged property. British military intelligence has reportedly said that Russia's advance on Kiev has made little progress in the last 23, 24 hours due to logistical difficulties. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said today that Israel was participating in a clandestine way in the efforts to solve the Ukrainian crisis. Bennett said that Israel was taking a measured and responsible policy that was giving it credibility. This allows us to not only safeguard our interests, but also to help to be one of the few that can communicate directly with both parties and assist where requested. And we are indeed helping, quietly, Bennett said. Bennett was speaking during a visit to the headquarters of the Mossad. Ukrainian presidential advisor Oleski Astrovich says that Kiev understands that Israel is in a difficult position diplomatically due to security considerations regarding ties with Russia over Syria. In an interview with Khan, Aristovich said that Ukraine understands Israel's need to defend itself and its interests, and we support and welcome that. Meanwhile, efforts are being made to return the body of an Israeli man killed in Ukraine last night. The man, identified as Roman Brodotsky, Brodsky, excuse me, who was shot dead reportedly by Ukrainian militiamen at a checkpoint as he was trying to flee towards the Moldavian border. His family said that he was 42 years old and had been living in Ukraine for the past two years. The militiamen mistook him for a Russian combatant. His wife was wounded and she is still stranded with her two children but has been in touch with Israel's foreign ministry. Israel is sending to the Ukraine medical equipment and medicine, water purification systems, thousands of ten tents, blankets, sleeping bags, and coats. Humanitarian aid is intended to give to the people caught up in the fighting in Ukraine and was loaded onto El Al planes this morning at Ben-Gurion Airport. Three planes will land in Poland and the aid will be sent to Ukraine from there. About 150 Israeli Arab students who fled Ukraine landed back in the country earlier today on a rescue flight by Israel Air Airline.
The new German Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, is set to visit Israel today on his first visit since entering his role. He is scheduled to meet with Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, Foreign Minister Yair Lapid, and others, as well as visit the Yad Vashem Holocaust Memorial. His one-night visit was shortened in light of the war in Ukraine. More pain at the pump as the price of petrol was raised at midnight to the highest price in eight years. The cost of 95-octane fuel at the self-service pump is now 7 shekels and 5 agarot, a markup of 34 agarot. Taking a look at the weather and slightly warmer today, tomorrow warmer still with a chance of local rain showers mainly in the north. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv 18, Haifa 15, Beersheba 22, and in Lot, going up to 26 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.